0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, we're good. Slay girl, it's Friday. Full episode Friday on Thunder Noodle. Woodly woogly, woogly woo.
1: Oh, that feels better. That does feel better. You see the last episode, guys, we switched it around, it
0: wasn't good. It was it, it wasn't a vibe. No. No, no, no. Well, okay. Be coming in with the juice. <laughs> I'm a
1: little bit nervous, guys. um you'll find out shortly why um we have a guest with us yeah, very exciting, but um, so I'm a little bit nervous, but it's okay we're gonna we're gonna get through this. Is one person giving you social anxiety? a little bit yeah, it's
0: like we have a total crowd oh what an audience,
1: Ugh. so I'm doing a case. Today, kind of fucked up, kind of weird, kind of spooky, just how we like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess let's just get right into it. So the case I'm doing is on Samuel Kutsia and John Frank Brown. They were also known as the cross-dressing killers. This yeah, is South African, know. right? It is a South African case. Oh. Where else in the world are you going to hear the surname Kutsia?
0: I, d- I don't know. What other? I will go Google the origins of Kutsia. Oh I'm about to get shown my ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, so let's get into it. So just imagine this. Okay, this case is going on and, you know, you just find out about the case and there's a huge headline and it's transvestite killer poses as whore. Wait, what? Yeah, transvestite killer poses as whore.
0: Uh, as a whore? Whore.
1: Is that what the... That was a headline in one of the news articles.
0: W- w- when was this...
1: We're going to get into it. I just think it's crazy that that is a headline.
0: Yeah. I feel like this was before the time we are at right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, girl. Because... Way
1: back when things were, like, okay to, like, offend people like that. And it Uh, was cool. uh, Yeah.
0: Or people just didn't give a shit. Like, we can offend. You can't get cancelled. Because this would be... This is
1: intense. Yeah. Welcome to cancel culture of 2023, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. So... Samuel and Frank were collectively known as the cross-dressing killers. And they were a pair of South African serial killers who murdered four men and one teenage boy in the Johannesburg area from 1993 to 1995. Okay, the pair's nickname comes from Samuel's part-time job as a drag queen. Slay girl. So Samuel was also known as Kimberly. and he was Oh, was that is...
0: Yeah, like his girl name. His 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 drag. What is it like a drag alias? Yeah. His, his alter ego. Alter ego. I need to consult RuPaul on what the right way to say that is. Oh my his, god, love him. You're right.
1: <laughs> and so he was born in 1971. I couldn't find the dates, unfortunately. He had a total of five victims, and he was well known in Johannesburg as a drag queen and the winner of several beauty contests. And he was a former hairdresser. Oh, many talents. John Frank Brown, he was born in 1963. Um, he also had five victims and he was also charged with robbery and possession of illegal firearms and
0: ammunitions.
1: The victims of this case were strangled, battered, shot and mutilated.
0: So the five victims were both killers were the five victims the same people? Yes. They okay. worked together. Okay, so they worked together on all of their yeah. e- expeditions. Mm-hmm.
1: Teamwork. Oh, my goodness. Killer queens.
0: Yeah, girl. Crazy. That would have been such
1: a better headline than transvestite whore.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yes. <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So in Samuel's early life, he came from a middle-class family and and they rejected him because of his homosexuality.
0: Yeah, South Africa know. in the in the what the 80s? Yeah, 1990s. 90s. In the 90s? 90s. He was born in the 80s, so 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I can Im- that that yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So they can use the word whore on a newspaper, but they like But you can't be gay. But you can't be gay. No. Oh
1: my goodness. He had been working for an escort girl agency along with another drag queen at some point in his life. I think this is now after he has been rejected from his family. Oh yes. So someone um, in his family, I think it was someone that he worked with if I'm not mistaken, even said... Once this whole case thing came out, they turned around and said he was always like a woman, very feminine and soft, not capable of hurting a fly, which is quite ridiculous considering what ends up happening. But hey, you know, that
0: is crazy. So
1: it was even said that um, Samuel wanted to have a sex change operation and had started taking hormones to make his boobies grow.
0: Oh, so he was like proper. Yeah, he wanted to be a girl. Yeah. Yeah. But now I can only, I'm probably jumping the gun here, mm-hmm. but I can only see in that time how, obviously, because they didn't understand the whole being trans, Mm-mm. all that. Mm-mm. So I'm guessing, I also don't know how far psychology went within that time so I'm guessing that these people were like this person has a personality yeah. disorder because obviously now having an alter ego yeah. they're like oh this is a boy but he has this other personality that's a girl and people are saying that oh no but he's so much like a girl she mm. won't do that oh so there's a whole nother personality that's committing all these exactly. murder I can just yeah
1: oh what a fuck show, dude I am so thankful I was not born in those times
0: because I think I'd rather die like I am such a I'm a 90s kid. Mm. 80s music is my vibe mm. the 90s vibe but like I, mm. I'm torn into I don't know which era to mm. choose but I feel like I can appreciate the goodness or the good things and the vibes about that time but mm. I wouldn't be able to live in that time. Mm. Like, I would want to shake people and be like, wake the fuck
1: up. I'm not gonna lie. I was born in the right generation. I'm addicted to my phone. I love sharing all my life on the internet. I love hearing about people's lives and I love having people over me. I love all the drama. Little Miss Gen Z. I love it. I was born in the perfect generation, guys. I really was. You know, take some drugs and have some fun. Anyways,
0: so. (laughs) (laughs) There's some great advice here. Don't do drugs, kids. Hugs, not drugs. Hugs are better when you take drugs. But I feel like we're going down a road here that we personal should... Personal opinion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this little... Okay, so... Let's revert back.
0: Yeah. Okay. Make a U-turn. Samuel, born in
1: 1971. Um, he, had, he was one of two children, born into a middle-class family. His dad died when... Samuel. He, yeah, mm-hmm. when he was three years old. And by the age of six... He started refusing to play with other boys, instead wanted to play with his sister's dolls. I get that. Which I'm like, Slay, yeah. You do you? So then obviously his mother being the cuckoo lady she is, she was all like, oh my God, I'm concerned about my son. Why will he play with dolls and not with boys? <laughs> So his mom was all like, oh my God, like I'm con- I'm concerned about my child who is a young boy
0: that wants to play with dolls, you know, God forbid. Can I add a little snippet in here? This yeah. is like the most random piece of information. So my husband is overly manly man, right? Yeah. When he was a kid, he also played with his sisters, his little sister's dolls. Hmm. And he made them like little outfits. <laughs> and his mom taught him how to use the sewing machine. And he like did... All all of these little, cute little outfits. Yeah. And he, he had like this whole storyline. He did admit that they did some shady shit. Ooh. But I mean, that that's no indication of like being anything other than a bloody kid. You know? And you know how thankful I am that he did that? Yeah. Because myself, needle and thread, not that great. Mm. If any of my clothes break or like tears or anything, you know what my husband can do? He can fucking fix it brah that is that Love is a real it. man right that is a real man so that that is just an indication of a kid being a kid and mm-hmm. why can't something else interest him yeah other her, than a whatever
1: fine it's not the end of the world no but hey you know what do
0: we know what do we know what do we know so she
1: contacts a psychologist about this that's how oh, oh. concerned she is that her little boy is playing with dolls. That she literally contacts a psychologist. And then the psychologist was like, oh, don't worry. This is just because he's traumatized from his dad dying. It's all good. I'm like, why is it not just a normal thing that a little boy can play with a doll? Why does he have to be
0: traumatized? Like, like let the kid play with a doll. I don't understand. Like, I understand the whole thing behind... Being attentive to your kids, and if you pick something up, do something about it. Like help your kids, Mm. but also you can be too woke. You can be too like this is too much. Yeah,
1: I agree. Like just it's probably
0: creating issues. Yeah, instead of fixing whatever you fucking think there is. One hundred percent, hundred and ten percent.
1: So he gets older, whatever, and his whole family like. Before they rejected him, you know, they w- they didn't know he wanted to become a woman. They thought he was just a little fruity, you know, <laughs> and a little tooty fruity, tootie fruity. And they didn't even know that he had taken growth hormones to grow some boobies. And then eventually, obviously, it all came out and then they kicked him out. Shit show. So he dropped out of school and ran away from home at the age of 17, um, but soon returned and was conscripted to the army. Imagine. Imagine. That's crazy. So Samuel reportedly did not handle this well. And in 1989, he attempted to commit suicide by overdosing on pills. This would be oh his my. very first suicide attempt. But not his last.
0: Um,
1: after this, someone even said, when he is a female, he is a total female. And it is very hard to tell the difference. Now imagine, like, this, this person you're viewing... As a female, you're like, I can't even tell the difference. But I'm going to send you to the army just because you have something between your legs. This is crazy. I think that's disgusting.
0: I feel like they should have had, just a little 10 cents. they should have had a different department in the army mm. that, I don't know, you can... Design new uniforms. I'm not saying that everybody who are drag queens should be like fashion designers, but I feel like it is a big part of it, right? Like most drag queens make their own outfits. People are dying, (laughs) and you're like, let's have a little section where people can design some fashionable outfits. Right, but imagine they they made like they fixed the uniforms. They could tailor some of the officers' uniforms. You know, there could be a whole. They want to send you to the fucking army, like this is what you need to do at least cater for them then (laughs) right if you want to be like that at least do something within it then you can be like okay you know what maybe yeah we forced them into the army but we still gave them a little something else to do yeah benefit of the doubt yeah or why couldn't they be nurses or something else why do you have to fucking you know yeah i agree
1: i agree So after all of this he ends up going to the hospital, I think a mental hospital to like recover from the trauma that he went through. Yeah. And he then confessed to his mother that he wanted to be a woman, which she was unable to accept. She was like, mm mm.
0: No 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 nay nay
1: nay. No no nay nay. Nautis, tortoise. Brut's not happening. Not happening. After he recovered, he left home again and moved into his own apartment. And this is kind of where the family is split. Okay. And then he started working as a salesman at the Automobile Association of South Africa for a brief period of time. Mm-hmm. Slay. Um, he frequently brought home strangers to have sex with. And in the early 90s, so around like 1993, he brought home 30-year-old John Frank Brown, okay, a Johannesburg native who had recently lost his job at a local bank. After engaging in intercourse, the pair grew fond of each other and Brown soon moved in okay. with Samuel. Not long after this, Frank would become physically abusive to Samuel, but Samuel refused to break off the relationship due to his... Okay, hold on.
2: I don't know how to say this word sadomasochistic okay so just a tidbit um on the sadomasochism so masochism is basically summed down to its barest form is i like to hurt myself so you enter in relationships where there's obvious red flags you know you get you don't even sometimes realize it but you do things that inflict pain on yourself and then sadism is the opposite so you like to inflict pain So you basically will do things to hurt people, emotionally, mentally, whatever, you get off on that. When you put the two together, you get a situation like there's sexual deviancy, it's I'm watching you, I know I'm jealous, but I am getting off on this jealousy and now I'm going to inflict pain. So that is the masochism is that jealousy. So, I'm going to put myself in a position where I'm going to cause jealousy in myself so that I can inflict pain Aww. so that's how the two come together and create that so it's a bit of a wonky slope from there on it I just
0: felt that you know when nothing makes sense, mm. and then somebody just gives you like that little bit they just put all the little blo- blocks in a little row and then you're like, "Oh." light
1: bulb so like being degraded basically yeah
0: okay so he has like
1: a degrading kink okay so he kind of got off on this that's kind of insane if you think about that that's crazy what the fuck it's a kink
0: it's a it's a thing people yeah
1: a lot of people say that like i get the kink but i'm like i what like blows my mind is how people can manipulate something so much into their control like, I can take something you like and completely manipulate oh, it. Use it against and use it against you. you. That's like what's fucked up. Not you, the actual
0: kink. You you have a kink. Yeah. For, you know, getting a little bit, mm-mm. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, I'm an abusive dick. Yeah. But you like this. So it's okay. Yeah, exa- so let me abuse you and convince you it's part of your kink. <gasps> exactly. I get what you're saying. You know,
1: that to me, like, you have to be some other kind of fuck. Yeah. Duh. This whole thing starts they're still together they don't break up or whatever so they're often seen together cruising around gay bars in Joburg and germiston where samuel has now gained a reputation for his performances as a drag queen using both male and female aliases he managed to win several beauty contests and was considered gorgeous by attendees. Ooh. So man was beautiful. He had it going. And from the one photo I could
0: find. Because when I tell you I could not find anything. Um, shame. You're like the internet South Africa taking photos. It wasn't big back yeah. in the Dizzle. And like wasn't can... photos of him in drag. That's no, if I can put not... this into perspective. Like I understand the whole. Oh, no I don't really understand it. But there's like a <laughs> whole selfie culture. And selfies are normal right now. Like that's a thing you do. Yeah. When I grew up right? If you took a photo of yourself, literally, people would be like, ah, you don't have any friends to take photos of you, so you have to take photos of yourself? Like, what the f-? That was a thing, bruh. You would get scorched that's so funny. for taking a picture of yourself. And now people can take like a gazillion selfies. And that's like like me who cannot, I can't take a bloody selfie. I've attempted. <laughs> I can't. That is like, that's more being judged. Then and in my mind, I'm still almost. I want to say, like, stuck in that, mm. like that whole thing of why can't somebody else just take a picture of me? Why do I need to do it myself? Like, this yeah. is weird. I have, I, see, I have friends. I feel, <laughs> I feel uncomfortable having people take photos of me. Yeah, but you see that whole thing switch. Yeah, I'd rather right? take photos of myself. So if this happened today, mm. I feel like we'd be having multiple photos oh, yeah. of this gorgeous oh, yeah. drag queen. Yeah, but if you take it back to to them days, yeah. That it wasn't, it's not as it was. And South Africa is a little bit behind. Yeah. A teensy bit delay. It's like a joke. It's like it's so far in process.
1: Mm -hmm. You're just loading,
0: buffering. Yeah. The whole far.
1: One bar of internet connection. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently Frank wasn't happy about this whole drag queen situation. He is a jealous motherfucker. He doesn't like this. So he's like not not happy. He disapproves of all of this. Oh, because Bay's getting some attention. Yeah, but he didn't attempt to convince Samuel to quit. But that's purely because the money he made benefited him. Aww. So he was like, I don't like you doing this, but you get paid for it. And that benefits me. So I'll let it slide. But I'm still kind of mad at you. But I'm not going to make you stop because I want the money.
0: Fucked up. So he's gonna basically what like oh just and
1: and um Samuel worked as a hairdresser at the same time so he worked two
0: jobs and Frank was unemployed chilling yeah Frank was chilling yeah and probably giving him shit and being ugly towards him but just enough so he wouldn't stop doing it yeah pretty much so that's kind of
1: the um. The vibe we're getting from this relationship. Yeah. Okay, it's not good. It's not good at the, all. The toxicity. So now we're going we're gonna to deep dive into these murders. So the first murder took place on the 30th, 30th of August in 1993. And Samuel and Frank met a 35-year-old man named Chris Anderson. They invited him back to their apartment where Samuel had sex with him while Frank watched. Which I think is like not odd that he watched i guess but like you're such a jealous person what drove you to allow he gets angry because he's a jealous motherfucker, and then what ends up happening is samuel starts letting this chris guy do things to him that he wouldn't let frank do to him oh. so then oh. frank even gets like even more angry because he's like you're supposed to be my lab partner you know and now you're like...
0: Doing him? all these sciences with this other person. Yeah. So he's angry, which I like kind of get, you know. Um,
1: lab, lab partner. Because there's chemistry. So, such a little- yeah, this, <laughs> this aggravates him a lot. And he decides, you know what? I'm going to pick up a piece of whatever I can find, which ends up being a piece of like um, like drilling equipment. And he picks it up and stabs Chris
0: in the neck. Okay, hold up. There was a piece of drilling equipment just laying around. Apparently. Well, they're men. Well, I mean, they're drag queens,
1: so I don't know. But there was a piece of, like, you know, I'm assuming like a screw thing. Like a drill bit. Yeah. And then he picked it up and just stabbed him in the neck. But then he ended up going to get a tie and strangled him to death. So he stabbed him, then went and got a tie.
0: Like a proper tie. Yeah. Like a... Like a tie. Like church wear. Yeah. This is not drill bits, ties. This is not making sense to me. I also don't know. It's
1: like Bob the Builder and Fifty Shades of Grey had a baby. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going but on? But
0: at the same time, it's Project Runway.
1: You know? Like RuPaul's just like crossover episode, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. So the pair then took this dead body and dumped it on a gravel road near someplace in Joburg. Okay. Then the second motor was on November 4th, so not too much longer after, also 1993. And Samuel and Brown were at a cafe in Joburg when they came across a 30 year old man and a 15 year old boy, whom they did not ask or know the names of. The strangers asked them for money, and both men offered to have sex back at their apartments in return. The strangers agreed, and after having sex with Samuel and Brown, they were driven to a near farm. To sort out the payments. An argument about the money arose, which caused Samuel and Brown to shoot, stab, and strangle both of the companions before discarding their bodies in nearby felt.
0: Was the thirty year old and the fifteen year old together? Yeah. Like a couple. I don't know
1: if they were a couple. Um, I don't know. I don't know what type of pair they were. Okay. I don't know if they were friends together. But it's just weird. Yeah. Why are thirty year old man?
0: Being with fifteen-year-old, yeah, old. you're
1: that's okay. Then the next murder was on the first of September, 1995. Samuel and Brown were having sex at a house in Rudaport when they noticed that someone was spying on them through a window. Which, first of all, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I would die. I would die if I was busy bouncing about. Freaky time And then I look up And all of a sudden Someone is watching me I would I would freak out
0: Like med bash You get that feeling Somebody's
1: watching you Oh Yeah D.E.D. dead Mm -mm. So it turned out to be A 27 year old gardener Named Robert But he was peeping So they then invited him To join him To join them They were like You know Come on Let's have some fun yo so did and had sex with Samuel but after some time Frank again becomes angry and decided to strangle him after making sure that he was dead he cut off his genitals no they then dumped the body and the severed genitals in the fault near Kruger's store i don't know why it took such an excessive turn But I feel like Frank's kind of giving me the energy of, like, a murderer that, like, does something. And it, like, clearly, like, excites him. Like, he clearly likes it. Yeah, he's
0: evolving.
1: And then, like, he does it again. And it's like, okay, but this time, like, it wasn't as fun. Like, what can I do to make it better? Like, what can I do to make this more fun for me? And then, like, he just takes it that next step. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the kind of vibe I get. I don't know. But three weeks later, on the 22nd of September, Samuel and Brown were walking in a park when 32-year-old Robert Richer approached them. He proposed to have sex with them and they both accepted. So they drove him to... Wait, he drove them to his home in Edenvale. So he took the couple to his house. I just want to understand why are people just walking up
0: to each other going, yo, let's have sex? Right? That's what my, my mind is also trying to figure out. Like, are they such an attractive couple? Are they just like... Exuding,
1: you know, because to me the like, kind of vibe what? I get from way back then is like being a homosexual was like so like frowned upon that like if you saw it and you low key were it was like let me take that opportunity with them because oh. I don't know who else is gonna be like me and who's gonna like yes. fr- but they're openly doing it so like if I can just get my way in there yeah you know? I don't know I
0: don't know and it can also be a whole thing about I don't know. If this is a thing or was a thing, but the, I don't want to say the promiscuity, but basically that little, you know, yeah. is because being part of the LGBTQ plus community back then, you couldn't necessarily have a relationship no. because obviously your family would be unhappy. You are con like people are convincing you that this is wrong Yeah. so the opportunity you get to get as close to being your actual self might just be a sexual encounter Exactly. so you're going to grab hold of that because that is the closest you can get to it 100% so it's not necessarily and just and like
1: how often am I going to see another openly gay guy yeah. to,
0: to have this opportunity yes. with so you're not necessarily looking for a relationship because that just comes with complications yeah. but a quick little bash you know who's going to know you yeah. know, I get that. Okay. I get it too. Yeah.
1: So now Robert and Samuel have sex again. Okay.
0: It does seem that everybody is leaning towards Samuel. I don't know if it's
1: preference or if Frank's going, you know, you guys have sex. I want to watch. Oh, uh, I yeah. don't know what's being implied. But the two have sex. And then he asks Robert... Asks to be tied to his bed. He's a little freaky deaky. Slay. Sensing an opportunity, the pair tie him up and then proceed to strangle him with a karate belt. They then. St-
0: Where do they get a karate
1: belt? From this guy's house. He apparently did karate. I don't know. But <gasps> they then steal a gun, some household items, and his car and leave him there and just go crazy. So less than a month after killing richer this Robert richer um frank was arrested for stealing a pistol and breaking into the house of cheryl van straten an acquaintance who had housed both him and samuel while serving his prison sentence he contacted um, a detective and spontaneously confessed to the murders he and samuel had committed random as like random as fuck why so after spending a couple of months verifying his claims investigators issued an arrest. Warrant for Samuel, who had recently been paroled on charges of car theft. As a wanted fugitive, photographs of him were released to the press so the public could aid in his capture. After issuing a photograph of Samuel, police were inundated with calls from the gay community in Joburg, where he is known as a celebrity drag queen and a winner of several beauty contests, as I've explained. A hairdresser who worked with him... At a salon in Joburg. Said he used to dress as a man during working hours. But he was totally gorgeous when he dressed up as a woman. It's like everybody just knew. He was like. Yeah. Meant to be a bitch. You know. So on the 13th of April 1996. Samuel was arrested at a house in Ter So dodgy. Um, Samuel was wanted in connection with the death of four men. Aged between 27 35. 27 and 35, and then the murder of a 15-year-old, all brutally murdered since August 1993 in various parts of Joburg. While in custody, the relationship between Kutsia and Brown turned sour, with them both accusing each other of being responsible for the killings. So Samuel claimed that the killings were the work of Frank and that he merely just disposed of the bodies and helped him with that. Um... But Brown said that Samuel did the killings and he just robbed the victims and helped dispose of the bodies. So they're like, No, I was just an accomplice. I didn't actually do it. Which I'm like, okay. You're both fucking, I think. But anyways, um, after undergoing psychiatric examinations at the Starkfontein Psychiatric Hospital, both were found to be sane and able to stand trial. They were remanded in Germiston courts on the sixteenth of April and set to stand trial five days later. At the start of trial, both Samuel and Frank pleaded not guilty and accused each other of committing the killings in a bid to absolve themselves of guilt. So 10 days later, on the 31st of April, Samuel overdosed on pills at a,
0: in his cell in Boxburg Prison and died. I read a thing where, because I could never understand how do prisoners commit suicide Mm. by taking medication and I'm like this makes no sense where do they get the medication apparently if they do have a obviously there's some psychiatric evaluations and stuff being Mm. done so they sometimes are given medication and what they do is they hoard it yeah, and then they take it all at once. So that's just a little wee yeah. little explanation for how that it's happened. Because that's always boggled my brain. Yeah. Like, where do they get these pills? But I'm like, pills? imagine
1: having to like plan that out for so long. Yeah, it's crazy. So he left a suicide note behind, addressed to Frank, stating that he just did not want to be alive anymore. Yeah. So regardless of Samuel's death, Frank's trial resumed, and shortly afterwards, he was charged. Wait, he was little. Hold on. <laughs> Shortly after, he changed his plea to guilty. As a result, he was convicted of Richard's murder on four counts of accessory to murder to the remaining murders, aggravated robbery and illegal possession of firearms and ammunition. Despite this, he continued to claim that he never killed anyone and that Samuel blackmailed him into helping him dispose of the bodies. Otherwise, he would inform his new employee, that he had defrauded them. So he had, like, somewhere along the lines, got a new job and is now saying, no, Samuel was going to tell my new employer that I'm taking money from them if I don't help him dispose of the bodies. But I thought he was unemployed. unemployed. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Maybe he did get a job and it was very new and just wasn't really spoken about, But... That's what he's claiming. I just think it's a far stretch. Yeah. Like I just think that's a bit excessive. Like if I wanted to blackmail you into like committing murder with me, I wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm gonna go get you fired. Yeah. You know, that just seems yeah, that's just a b- yeah. Bit rough. So the sentencing judge stated that he did not believe this, but admitted that he could provide no concrete evidence that he was directly involved in the other four murders besides
0: richer yeah so, because they didn't discover this mm. it was confessed to them yeah so i'm guessing it's not like they got all of this evidence because of an exactly. investigation they kind of started at the back end yeah. of it and had like to. like they work found back.
1: the bodies and stuff but like they didn't really know anything yeah and then only really found out stuff yeah. once the confession was made yeah so subsequently he was given a life term which he now continues to serve to this day and he's still alive yeah I think he's like 56 now or something like that, from what I read.
0: That is crazy. Well, not now. I
1: think he was 56 when
0: he got um, sentenced. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. He must be like, what, in his 70s, 70s eight, 80s, 80s now? Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of, wasn't there a case of also another in America, this famous drag queen? And he that, was a cannibal. Yeah. Yeah, he used to eat people. Yes. So this was... And this thing made, like, super headlines. This was Mm. also a famous kid. They were, like, part of this whole popular group Mm. doing, like, events at clubs and shit and all that. What? Yeah. But it's just, like, one thing I find really strange,
1: I don't know, it's just, maybe it's a personal opinion. I don't know. But, like, these people didn't commit murders while being, while cross-dressing, you know? Like, it doesn't say that. So I'm but like, they still call But why would you be calling them the cross-dressing killer? I feel like you're just trying to tie a negative connotation with that word so that whenever people think about it, they're like, oh, but that's like a murderer or like these people are really yeah. bad. And I'm like, why? Like, this had absolutely... And like, from what I can understand, it doesn't even sound like frank- was a drag queen. No. So how can you say they are the cross-dressing killers when only one of them was a drag queen and they didn't even commit murder in drag? Yeah. I just feel like that's such an excessive, like, reach for a for yes. a headline. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, d- I feel like you're trying to make it something that it's really not. You're trying to make it more sensational.
0: Yeah. Obviously, to sell papers, which I think is one of the main reasons why these murderers or serial killers get these names Definitely. is for...
1: Yeah, but at least, you know, some of them make fucking sense. Yeah. You know, like, I don't understand. Like the maniacs. You know, (sighs) like our Russian maniacs. I get that because they were maniacs. Yeah. But like, okay, cool. He was probably maybe maybe he read books on the side. You're not saying, okay, this reading Murderer, like, why does him and his Yo, one not random hobby to the area? It's not like anything the, to do with this, the Bay
0: Harbor Butcher, exactly. It's something completely different that
1: has nothing to do with th- I just it irks me a little bit. It's
0: literally like if they had to give you a nickname, be like the pink <laughs> streaked hair killer, but it's like, like it's one little part. part but, but obviously, to them back then, you know, it was like, oh,
1: this must be it, must be the reason, yeah, because. You know, like, first it's a cross-dressing killer and, well, first it's a transvestite posing as a whore and then it's a cross-dressing killer. Like, why do you need But he never took money for, like... For sex. For sex. He wasn't a sex worker. Not that I could find. From what it sounded like, it sounded like these were just, like, interactions that happened that led to sex. Yeah. Oh, so they just
0: black slut the him. only
1: time he it was her, money him, the only time money was involved was when he originally worked as an escort yeah, yeah. which Cause is that's how he met yeah. Frank. but i don't think yeah i don't know girl i just what the fuck yeah like how like imagine as like a couple you're like let's go have sex with people and then kill them that could be a great bonding
0: activity Late night. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. This is I feel I under, don't understand how this is not one of South Africa's most well-known cases because mm. this is it's a little bit crazy. I feel like this is not to sensationalize it, but this is like some documentary material right but there, I right? But also
1: like I feel like something that also you know they did all these psychiatric examinations during like during the court case or whatever on them to make sure they were s- sane enough to stand trial or whatever. But I'm like also in those days like not much was known about like you know the mental and stuff like that. And I'm just like I don't think that the manipulation that was being put upon Samuel was taken into account at all.
0: Like no, they I, were probably like I said psychiatrically evaluated yeah. because of cross-dressing exactly and i'm just like, not necessarily because of the murders they were probably to to pinpoint okay because you are trans there must be something wrong exactly. with you not because you're a vicious killer yeah but we're trying to that mm. that is and i'm just like i crazy. don't like i'm not
1: sitting here saying samuel was innocent you no, know no 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 like they both took part in this yeah but i feel like this is a very damaged person yeah that um You know, like, clearly went through a lot in childhood. You don't have a self-identity. And once you do kind of start having that, like, you know, I feel like I'm finding who I am. Like, you get rejected from the people that are supposed to love you, the people that are supposed to care about you. Then you go and you have to... You know, find your way on your own. You meet this person who you can finally be yourself with that you think is here to love you again and is yet just another person that is here to hurt you, manipulate you, and use things against you. Like, I feel like that it does not at all take away from From what he did did, at all. But I feel like it does need It's just a bit of a perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, clearly, like, what if, like, he was in a home where... He could have been loved for who he was and he could have been brought up in a safe environment. Like, would he have then gone to these lengths and to
0: like try and find himself that led down this this path? And I feel like that is one of the the reasons why we do this podcast is to understand why this happened. Mm, Why this, these events, what made them happen right what put this into place what, what what were the all the tiny like we always talk about tiny little nuggets yeah what are the little things that kind of led up to this because mm-hmm. we as humans we want a reason we want an explanation we don't want to be like that's why people get into true crime i believe it's to understand the psychology mm-hmm. the reasoning behind everything it's not just like oh i love listening to people getting murdered no i'm interested in why did they do this why did all of this should happen and i do feel that, in so many of these older cases, now in today today's day and age, we can sit back and actually find a lot more reasoning and a lot more explanations and actually look at the bigger picture. yeah well I feel like so many of these cases were handled with such tunnel vision back then, which is quite crazy. but I also feel like a lot of
1: <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of um people when you like kind of deep dive on someone's like mental health or the way they grew up or whatever like you know that this person has clearly done something really horrific to another human being which can't be like you can't just disregard that and no. i understand that 110 mm-hmm. percent you know these people have done something really really bad i get it yeah. but then you know you kind of deep dive into their life a little bit deep dive into their mental things like that things that could have been a reason as to why things happened yeah. and i feel like instantly then you're told oh you're just trying to justify or yeah. you're just trying to make excuses no. and i'm like just because i i want to understand those things doesn't mean i'm disregarding the fact that they did a bad thing yeah and that they deserve the consequences of their actions like yes. i agree with that 110 percent. but like why can't we just figure out why what happened happened
0: and i have this thing that oh it's so bothersome to me most of the time where I want to know, was this preventable? Exactly. And I like I apply that to my own life in so many ways. Every time I have a little bit of a doozy mm. in my life, I'm like, what could I have done to not end up in this situation? Yeah. What could I have done to prevent the events from happening? Mm. And I feel like that's such a way to to learn from yourself, the way you treat people, the way people treat you, and the actions you take in the future and I feel like that's one big thing for me is trying to understand these crimes that we're discussing these things that we're going through how much of this was preventable mm. and how much of this do other people also need to take accountability for yeah I mean yes those two are in imp- or the one is in prison for his actions but do the rest of the people that were technically involved in such tiny little bits, mm. are they aware? Are they taking any form of responsibility? Yeah. Like and as even a parent, do you
1: think like, yeah, wow, well, I in have their head, loved
0: my child more. If I just accepted them for who they were, yeah. would they have done this? Yeah, and I'm not trying to parent shame no. at all. I'm not trying to be like, yeah, we need to blame everyone. But I do think as humans, we need to take, because every... Everything has a ripple effect. Everything yeah. you do has a ripple effect. And we need to start taking responsibility for our actions. We can't just stand back and be like, oh, Well, you know, I just did it. Yeah. No. You need you need to take responsibility. You need to think about what you do, how you treat people. Hundred percent. Because small it's like they say, one smile can light up a day. One frown can ruin a life. And like so and that's it's it's scary.
1: It is. And like to me, I feel like people also don't realize just because your action didn't have a repercussion now yeah. doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Yes, Everything, ha- every action has a consequence yes. or a reaction or whatever. Yeah. Whether that happens now, in two weeks, in six months, in six yeah. years, it doesn't matter. Eventually it's going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like people kind of like are like, oh, but I said like that three months ago. Like, how is it still affecting me now? I'm like, these
0: things don't just go away overnight. No, no. You you make an imprint. Yeah. And it 100%. all boils down to don't be cock, be <laughs> Every day. Like, just, just. Come on, guys. Don't be a dick.
1: We have literally come up with the formula to erase all true crime. And it's just don't be cock, <laughs> You know, that right? is the answer to everything. That is the solution.
0: There we go. But that
1: was Friday's Full Day Friday episode. Full Day Friday. Full day, Friday, full episode, Friday, full day. That's why. Episode, all day, every day. Podcast. Not every day, just Fridays. Fiona,
0: donkey. (laughs) That was a heavy outro. But But you guys must stay safe. Thank you for joining us today. And you know that whole little Shabin of like, like, follow, share, all that. Please do that. Like, we really enjoy doing this. And if there are other people who like listening to. Yeah, we
1: want to know you guys like us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are searching for
1: validation. I need validation in my life because, as Ash knows, I don't get it anywhere
0: else. Oh, I love you. Oh, I do. Thank you, Nick. Yes, feel validated, girl. Feel Thanks, validated. Girl. And we, we do strongly believe the the more you know Mm -hmm. the more you know and if this can literally lead to one person treating another person a little bit kinder then our job is done
1: love that yeah have a good weekend guys stay safe Bye. bye